everyone and welcome to another Yogi Misfit Sessions. My name is Danny Pomploon and I am your host. Today I got session 58. 58 coming at you hot. Uh, today's show, <laughs> I don't know what that was, but it was. On today's show, I've got Brett Larkin on the show. As I like to call her, Brett Larkin, YouTube superstar. She is a hustler. There's no way around it. This girl gets shit done. She is nonstop on fire. She's created a whole online community based off YouTube, and that's how she makes her entire living. Like, yeah, this is one of those real people that does it. Anyway, we get to talk a lot about like her online business and how she's created everything and, and also some things that we're teaming up with uh, each other uh, to do in the coming year. In February, we'll be working on a three-day uh, mastermind here in San Francisco where you get to deepen your knowledge, deepen your skills. Um, I'll leave that in the show notes down below. And guys, go check out our friends over at Seawall House. Seawall House has been offering ongoing yoga retreats since 1997, every year from May to October, a fabulous time of the year to be in the pristine beauty of Northern Maine. Owner Donna Davidge purchased her great-grandfather's National Historic Home where young Theodore Roosevelt was healed of asthma, learning from the deep woods and lakes of Northern Maine with his guide. Davidge's great-grandfather, William Seawall. Seawall proved a mentor and became lifetime friends of the future president. The legacy continues with daily yoga, meditation, sauna, massage, great food, amazing nature outings including wilderness parks, large lakes, waterfalls, and Magic Mount Cathedon with small personalized classes. Set in a tiny New England town, the retreat offers a real step away from the stresses of daily life. David has been teaching yoga in New York City since the mid-1980s. Check out the retreat website and TripAdvisor reviews at www.seawallhouse.com. That's www.sewallhouse.com. They've also been featured in Yoga Journal, Travel and Leisure, and Shape Magazine. Plus, I highly recommend you check out the amazing Brett Larkin's online yoga teacher training. Brett offers the most respected and interactive online yoga teacher training courses that gives a flexible way for you to become a registered yoga teacher and really change your life. The truly great thing about studying online is that it offers so much more flexibility and allows you to learn at your own pace. Plus, once you sign up, the resources are yours to keep forever. Although it's online, it's still intimate and personalized to your own needs. As you send in pictures and videos of you doing poses and course guides send you specific feedback. Plus, Brett shares her secrets on how to gain an online following so you can become your own online yoga teacher. And remember, those of you that are already teachers can take the program at a discounted rate for continuing education credits with Brett. So head over to brettlarkin.com forward slash Danny. Again, that's brettlarkin.com forward slash Danny, which is linked in the show notes below to download the brochure that has tons of information on the course and how you can transform your life in just a few short months. And don't forget to use the coupon code Danny when you sign up to get $100 off the course. Yup, that's $100 off the course you use the coupon code Danny, D-A-N-N-I. Last but not least, before we get the show on the road, or get started rather, um, don't forget to leave a review. If you enjoyed the show, leave a review, share it with your friends, ask them to leave a review. The more reviews they get, the better it is for others to see and hear the show and get to spread all the yummy awesomeness that is yoga. Big heads up to, uh, or big uh, high five to my heads up high five, whatever it is. 
Uh, high five to my friends over at SF Yoga Magazine for their continued love and support. Without further ado, here comes session 58. Brett Larkin, YouTube superstar. <laughs> Do you know that I love calling you that, right? Really? Yeah. That's I funny. mean, when we when we hang out, but in general, I'm always like, Brett Larkin, YouTube superstar. <laughs> Mainly because you're, you're my only friend that I know that does YouTube. Yep. It's, it's crazy. YouTube as a career. I know. I never did thought it ever, would be possible. I was going to say, did you ever think? No, 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 no. Well, no, not initially, but you know, it's like once I met other people who were doing it in other industries, I knew it was possible. That was really the big turning point for me. Do you guys have like this secret society of like YouTube stars people? Like it's the like the Illuminati of YouTubers? Well, kind of actually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's events that YouTube holds for people with big channels. And actually that's how I first found out that people made a living doing this. I didn't know it was possible. And I got invited to this event at YouTube. I had 10,000 subscribers at the time, which I thought was huge. And then like everyone at this event had like 200,000, 100,000, 300,000. What's crazy is one of the girls I met at that event who gave me a ton of advice and was so sweet. She was a beauty YouTuber. She had, I think at the time, 300,000 subscribers. And I thought that was so huge. And flash forward now a couple years later, she has, I think, close to 3 million. She's completely blown up. So wow. yeah, I know. Crazy, right? She's, I mean, I think she gets like tackled in the street now everywhere she goes. She's like that level famous. That's insane. Off YouTube. Yeah, off YouTube. And in beauty too. It's like, how many beauty YouTubers do we need? Turns out a lot. There's a lot to say about makeup and hair. And there's a lot to say about yoga too, which is why I'd encourage people who want to teach online to check it out. They probably like, I mean, like I figured like you would, you would see all like, uh, anyway, I feel like you, they're like, how many beauty, I, I don't really use beauty products, so I don't really know, but like how much stuff can you actually review? Yeah, no, a lot, a lot of stuff. You'd be surprised. All right. So... For those of you that don't know who Brett Larkin Superstar is, uh, Brett Larkin runs her own YouTube channel. You've been doing it for how many years now? Oh my gosh, maybe five. Okay, and you st like okay. Well, for, for like, how did this like where how, all the things go? <laughs> okay, so. I was someone who always wanted to teach yoga, but very secretly. So I really admire people who kind of just right out of the gate or like, I know this is what I want to do, or they feel really confident about it. That was never me. Like I worked a really lucrative corporate job. I thought if I taught yoga, I don't know, my parents would disown me or I'd be poor and broke and like homeless or I, I have no idea. I had all these preconceptions that like there was no way to really make a living teaching yoga and maybe some people can do it, but there's no way I could ever do it. And then you add into all that, that I had a pretty big fear complex of teaching people in person in real life. So when I went through my teacher training, I was practice teaching and I did a great job in my praticum. I practice taught meditation, but it felt very, very scary for me to approach a studio owner about teaching, especially because I felt like a fraud a little bit, right? Because I'm like, who am I to teach yoga when I have a corporate job? And you know, I don't, I'm not vegan and I don't wear things made out of hemp. You know, I, yeah, actually, I actually really like money, believe it or not. So I felt like a huge fraud. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have that like like that conception of like in order to be a yogi you've got to be a vegan and you can't like that's we all come from you know I, I think the only real like thing that you have to like have to be a yogi is be slightly crazy because we're all a little crazy 
Well, then I definitely take the box on that one. Yeah, yeah. totally. So, <laughs> That's her friends. So, so yeah, the whole studio thing just felt way too intimidating and I felt like a fraud as a studio teacher. Mm-hmm. But I really – my favorite part of – well, this has changed. But back then, my favorite part of teaching yoga was sequence design. I really love designing sequences because I have a dance background and I always also sort of secretly wanted to be a choreographer. Mm-hmm. So I designed really complicated if you'd – use that word or detailed sequences. And I had one that I really liked, which was sort of my riff on a sequence that a teacher of mine in New York uh, had done. And I really wanted to remember it because I did it. And I was like, oh, I love this. I want to remember it. So I decided to film it as a way to remember the sequence because when I danced when I was younger, I I was a dance camp kid. So I always had to send videos to audition for different dance camps and stuff. And you always would video your choreography or whatever, your sequence. So I basically stole a camera. I was working at a corporate job at the time and there was like an office camcorder or something. So I just sort of like snuck it home with me for the weekend. <laughs> and um, I... Brett Larkin, YouTube superstar and thief. <laughs> yes, YouTube superstar and thief. Uh, so I snuck it home and then I asked a friend because I lived in a studio apartment that was the size of a closet um, there, so there's no way I could get a full body shot in there. So I asked a friend who had a roof deck if I could film on their roof and they shared it with neighbors. So they were like, well, yeah, probably no one will be up like using the roof deck if you get up really early. So I got up really early this one morning uh, on a Saturday morning because I worked. It was like the only time I could do it and filmed this class. And I had no idea what I was doing, obviously. And um, I had voiced over the class. So basically I had pre-recorded my voice saying the sequence and then I did the sequence on um, camera. And then I somehow edit them together using some janky software that uh, literally shows the name of the software on the screen because I was like too cheap to pay for it. And then I uploaded it to YouTube. And lo and behold, a couple of weeks later, I started noticing that people were really digging this sequence and they were commenting on it and they were asking me questions. And it really shocked me because I didn't really expect that, I guess. And I right away wanted to help the people who are watching the video and like answer their questions and talk to them. You know, I pretty much, you know me, I want to just talk about yoga all the time. I'm like, let's have, let's drink tea and talk about yoga. That's all I want to do all the time, which is shocking. My husband's still married to me. So I was like, there's people on the internet who want to talk to me about yoga and my sequence and nerd out on this. And this is great. And then somehow, again, it's all a little fuzzy, but this translated to like, let's do this again. Let's upload another video and then another. And then I started just kind of Googling and being like, oh, if I upload consistently, like at the same time, uh, you know, every week, that's good or something like YouTube likes that. So maybe I should make an effort to upload every Monday, for example. And that's kind of just what got the ball rolling. That's how it all started. Do you think that when I come over to your house, your husband's like, these two nerds are going to go talk about yoga? (laughs) Um. Probably, yeah. He's probably relieved. (laughs) And what's crazy too to share with your listeners is that uh, I was doing all this because I was too scared to teach in person. And it was through kind of getting feedback and validation on YouTube that I was like, oh, I'm a good teacher. I should try to teach in person. So it was a very backwards development for me, Mm -hmm. I think, in the sense that it was this like small traction and early success on YouTube that kind of got my butt into gear to face some of my bigger fears, like approaching studio owners about subbing and trying to teach in person. So then the in-person came later and then I was doing both in tandem. And now it's really funny because then YouTube got so big that then I had to give away all my in-person slots that I fought so hard to get uh, because 
the online business now makes just a lot more money than I could ever make teaching classes in person. And I was still doing classes in person because I loved it because I love connecting with people in person. But then once I had a baby, it was just like non possible, like not possible. Um, just cause I was so busy being a mom and running the business and doing YouTube and you know, all the things. Right. Diapers. Yeah. So totally, totally. And so now you're doing, I mean, obviously your YouTube is doing really successful. You're doing really well, but you've now branched out and did, you've got some products online that you do. You have a teacher training online that you do. I know you're still doing some like stuff in, in person. Like how did that grow from like, okay, I'm going to do YouTube to now I'm going to add some programming and like, here's, here's actually what I want to dive into in this program. Like, how did you go from one space to the other? Cause I know like, I guess, for me as like a, a, a non YouTube teacher, like a, an in-person teacher, yeah, that's like my, you know, my full-time thing, you know, like I, you know, I'm in public classes a lot more. Yeah. Like my progression is like, you know, like teach some classes, then teach some workshops and then teach some trainings and then maybe do some festivals and things like that. And, you know, I, I do a couple of videos here and there on YouTube, but really it's just for people who come to my classes to see what we're doing. Right. And um, that's a great, great path. I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that path. I think totally. People listening really need to, or teachers listening really need to think about where their strengths and where their interest lies. Right. I love technology. I mean, I used to work in tech. I love video editing and I love making videos. I went to film school. That's what I did as undergrad. Those of you listening, that once told me that when she's super stressed out. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what are you going to say? I'm like, what are you thinking? When you were like, Danny, I really do love editing so much. I'm like, really? Why? And you're like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll just have like a really stressful day and be like, I just need to go edit a video. Yeah. Yes. I love editing. That's true. That's true. I'm a total nerd. So when I say like, you need to kind of go with your strengths and your interests, like if you hate editing and you hate filmmaking, then I don't know if, you know, going after the online yoga thing is going to make sense for you, right? Like you need to be honest with yourself. But for me, I I love it. So what happened is once my channel had 30,000 subscribers, uh, YouTube invited me to this event that I think I mentioned at the beginning. I think I got invited to something little when I had 10, but I got invited to something bigger when I had 30. And mm-hmm. I got to meet a lot of other big YouTubers. And one of them in particular, because I'll never forget the people, you never forget the people who kind of change your life. One of them was a guy who had a camera channel um, his name is Frono's Photo, and he has a huge fro. And um, yeah, I get it. Fro knows what yeah. I Yeah. So he uh, was telling me about his channel, and then he said, "Well, you know, YouTube is just part of the whole business online. That's just where you're kind of going to get your customers and find people who are interested in what you have to offer. Then you offer them products." And I'll never forget. He showed me a DVD pack which is weird. But again, this was like 2012, right? So, and he's, and he had a DVD about, uh, it's like a DSLR course, like how to use a DSLR camera. And he was like, this is a course that I've made that I sell off from my YouTube channel to people who watch YouTube. And I was like, whoa, really? Like that works? You can do that? And I was looking at the DVD and it was like beautiful and high quality and glossy. And I asked him, I was like, how much did it cost for you to make that? Um, and I think he told me it cost him around 10 or $12,000. And I like gasped. I was like, <gasps> like, I couldn't imagine someone investing, you know, that much money in their YouTube channel or their business. Right. Like that felt huge to me at the time. And then I was like, well, how much has it made you? And he was like, probably over a million dollars over the course of like the past six years. And I was like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And I mean, he has a very big channel. I think he has maybe a million subscribers now and probably 400 or 500,000 when I first talked to him. Right. Um, but that was like 
a moment. You know your moments you always remember. And I was just like, whoa, okay, hold the phone. Like there is something going on here that is interesting. So um, today I have, I think, 200,000 and 15-ish subscribers. So I've really grown the channel, which is important because that's how people find out about you. And then I've layered on a lot of products just like he did. I haven't laid... Well, actually, I do have DVDs, which is funny, but that isn't my core product offering. And I experimented with a lot of different things uh, to try to sell my YouTube audience that I had grown and cultivated over the years. And, you know, I think just like any entrepreneurial activity, it's a lot of trial and error to figure out the right product. So the first product I tried was sort of like a prop kit. And I thought this was so brilliant because I was thinking like people who do my YouTube videos, I didn't, I never knew what props they had. And that really bothered me because I love using props. So I was like, well, what if I create some premium videos that all use props? And when they buy these premium videos, I ship them the props that are in the videos. And then I can teach sort of differently because it uses props. So it wasn't a bad idea. And it actually did well. I was able to pre-sell it, uh, which was really important because I had to then order all the props and send out all these boxes. But it was cool. It was like my first little taste at... Uh, you know, selling a product online and I physically shipped people the props as well. And so it did well, but it didn't do great. And then I, I played with other things. I had like a how to make a decision meditation thing. I had um, at some point I got married and I was like, oh, people probably really want to know how to stay Zen throughout your wedding. So you don't want to kill everyone. Turns out that's just me. <laughs> that wedding course did not, brides are pretty happy. I was, I was like alone in that, but you know, so like I was just trying selling things and seeing <laughs> what would work. And then in the meet, the whole time I was doing this, I was building my email list, which I'm sure your listeners know how important that is, whether you teach online or in person, doesn't matter. You want to be able to connect with your students. You want to collect their emails. Yeah. So, and Oh, and at the same time, sorry, I started a Facebook group because uh, the YouTube comment system was cool, but there wasn't like a community s- sense, you know? Right. right. Um, so the Facebook group was awesome because I got a lot of people in there. My Facebook group now, I think, has over 13,000 people in it or something crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But when I started it, um, uh, and it's still cool. I still go in there all the time. Uh, but I use it as a place to get quick feedback. So I was like, hey, guys, if I made a course about like these three different things, which one would interest you the most? Or like, what would you name or call? You know, like I tried to really solicit feedback from my audience, both on YouTube and then the Facebook group was really great for that. Um And sorry, I feel like I'm jumping all over the place. But basically, ultimately, the offering that sort of worked was that I started at the same time, like people were starting to do apps and download stuff to their phone. So I started a subscription site and uh, people also told me that subscription revenue was really great because then you have a steady income stream. And in the meantime, I was making money from YouTube ads. I still make money from YouTube ads and that's good, but it's not like quit your day job, buy your dream house kind of money. You know, it's good. It's good money if you get your channel big enough, but it's not kind of where you would want it to be. So the subscription idea of having my own Netflix, basically like a Brett Larkin yoga Netflix was really appealing. And so that's ultimately the product that ended up doing really well. And I was able to take sort of my top, you know, 5% of diehard YouTube fans and convert them into paying subscribers of what's now my app and my uplifted yoga community, basically. And 
they get to download all the videos, they get premium content, they get live calls with me, they get they get so much stuff. What else do they get? They get uh, training plans every month, which we've now cut back to every quarter. They uh, and we've kind of like beautiful PDF booklets that I've designed around different topics. They get member only podcasts. It's sort of just like a really enhanced experience. And then there's a private community around that, right? So a private group and people really like that. And they get like book club and stuff like that as well. Yeah, we have book club. Yeah. Basically, um, I'm really obsessed with yoga. So I scope creep, like I made this thing huge, but the thing is it works and people who are really into my style of yoga and, and me, uh, buy it. Right. So you're like anyone listening to this, who's a teacher, you're always going to have your diehard fans. So having something to offer them, whether it's online or in person is great. And then out of that grew what became the 200 hour online teacher training, which now takes up a lot of my time to teach. Um, you're like the only other, like the only other human that's as busy, if not busier than I, like we have our mutual friend, Meg, and she's, she, Meg's always like, you guys are like the opposite, like you're the female form and she's the fe- the male form. But like, you're the only other person that's like on that, like, let's get going. Let's start thinking, let's move and move and move. Like as much as I do, everyone else is like, oh, a lot of people are always like amazed at how much I do. And then I look at you and I'm like amazed at how much you do. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, mutual respect. I feel the same way. And I mean, this isn't for everyone. Like a lot of people just right. want to teach yoga and have it be sort of just a hobby or a lifestyle or like a little bit of supplemental income or they do it for their own connection or personal fulfillment. Sure. I do it for those reasons too, but I also see it as a business, a business that's big now. I mean, I have five people who work for me. So um, it's it's not just about me anymore. So I really want it to be successful. And when I think about the success, I think about like all the people we're impacting, all the people who can now do a 200 hour really high quality training online who never could right. before. And I also right. think about the people who work for me. Like I want to give them all huge bonuses at Christmas time, you know, and, and really, you know, do the best we can to serve as many people as possible and also earn a lot in as we go. Right. So that's, that's the dream. The hustle ain't bad. You know, I think it gets a bad rap sometimes, but like, like, uh, you know, it's nice to hear, like one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on was because it's nice to hear the different approach. Like my approach, like you said, is completely different. You know, I do a lot of the in-person things and I travel a lot and do all that fun stuff, but I think your approach is awesome. It's just a different way of getting into it. You know, there's so many opportunities in yoga and yoga is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger every single day. I agree. It's we need more yoga teachers. It's just becoming more and more normal for like everyone to be doing yoga. Airports have yoga rooms now. So there's just there's so much opportunity. And I think my big advice for anyone listening is to just figure out where do your unique strengths uh, play well in the market overall, right? Like maybe you have incredible taste in yoga clothes and maybe branding, you know, that's something that people have sort of told me or approached me to do for a long time. The thing is like, I'm not just, I'm not into clothes. Like I can't even pick out what to wear in videos. I just don't even care. It just isn't, it's not a passion. It's not an interest. Mm -hmm. So that's not something that makes sense for me to monetize or go after. You know, I really love video content. I really love video courses, right? That for me has been something that I love doing, love creating. If you love Instagram, right? Be big on Instagram, focus on Instagram. If you love video, long form video content creation, which is what I was interested in, you know, YouTube's a better fit for that. So I think where people get overwhelmed is when they think they have to do everything and you don't, you know, it's all about working smarter, not harder. And the hustle is real when I think uh, back in my business, like there's just been key points where life has not been yogic. Like I've had to work so hard. <laughs> um, like when I was creating all the content for the 200 hour, for example, I mean, you've talked about the same thing when you wrote your 200 hour manual, like there's moments where you're, you're staying up late, 
your your own practice maybe isn't as good as it needs to be. Like you are hustling, but those are short moments in time, right? Like hopefully that's just like a couple months or a quarter or a couple pivotal points. And then the rest of the time there's more balance. Staying up late implies that you get sleep. When I was writing mine, I like had no sleep. Yeah. I still look at my manual and I'm like, I don't know how I did this. It feels like something. Yeah. It's intense. So I think that's something important to talk about and normalize because sometimes people feel like it just should all be easy or all be Zen. And that has not been my experience. And, you know, something I'm working towards now is like, how can it be more easy, especially now that I'm a mom, right? It's like, how can it be more easy? How can it be more Zen? But even so, like there's key periods, like right now when we're recording, this is a key period for me because New Year's is coming up and I need 30 days of video content for January. Like there's moments in the fall and moments when registration for YTT is closing where things are just a little more intense. And that's part of it, you know? The cool thing is that you've got like now you've done I mean you've obviously you've done the YouTube thing and also but you've turned it into like more than that. Now you're offering these online teacher trainings which are super rad. The content that you have on it is insane. Like I I like the way that you structured everything and put it together and the way that you like let out your modules and the way you connect with everyone on your teacher training program is absolutely insane. Like it's I I've never seen something packaged that well and you really have thought of everything from like a to z like there's nothing there's you've left no bases uncovered there yes thank you that's nice of you to say yeah and people who have taken a 200 hour already you can take the program danny and i are talking about uh for it's close to like 50 percent off you basically email in and prove that you're an r like a 200 hour teacher already Mm -hmm. and if you're already a 200 hour teacher you can take it at a huge discount uh for continuing education which is great and which is required too i I think people forget like you need continuing education for yoga alliance it's like 30 30 hours like a year or something like that i don't know yeah and um, speaking of continuing education danny and i are teaming up do you want to tell people about the event that we're hosting we're hanging out in real life (laughs) i know not online in person I know. Yeah, that's right. We're going to, um, so we were, we were hanging out at, at your house and, um, we were just chatting about like wanting to do something kind of going back to the conversation of like, just, you know, like wanting to hustle and kind of in this conversation, like almost in the conversation of what we're, we're having now, like I was talking a lot about how we, we do you remember we were like sitting there on your, on your, on, on your backyard and you were like, well, I do everything online. And I was like, I do everything in person. And you're like, why well, do all these things? And I was like, why well, do all these things? And you're like, what if we brought these things together and shared these gifts, you know, so that people can get both aspects of the business, but also learn more about the things that we like to both nerd out on, you know? Yeah, so exactly. We're hosting our first uh, mastermind teacher uh, advanced, or like, I guess it's like an advanced training weekend. Um, but it's for anyone that's taken a teacher training course or, or hasn't or wants some continued education, even if you just want to come in and practice and learn more about advanced anatomy. I'm going to be covering um, anatomy, um, how to handle your business in real life, growing your classes, um, getting into the festival circuits. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to cover myofascial release, which is, I also put myself through massage school somehow throughout all this craziness. <laughs> and uh, MFR is a huge passion of mine. And I show you some hands-on techniques of how you can do fascial adjustments for your students and also to heal yourself. It's really, really powerful work. And then I'll be talking about kind of like the uh, yin to Danny's yang or vice versa about just online. So um, not so much studios and festival circuit, which he's going to cover, um, but I'm going to talk more about how to build your email list and how to start a YouTube channel or approach social media if that's something that's new or nerve-wracking for you. Uh, so it's going to be a pretty awesome weekend. It's going to be jam-packed full of really great yoga classes and really great content that we want to share as well on the business side. 
There's gonna be a lot of good nuggets in there. Like I'm really, really, really excited. I like I've, I I haven't teamed up in a long, long time, and like this is one that like I mean, as we've been talking about it over and over, and kind of just going over our content, like again, we're we're, we're leaving no bases uncovered on this one either. Yeah, totally. <laughs> too, because we're both big nerds. <laughs> yeah. And if you're someone listening and you're like interested in my online teacher training or doing the what's called the bridge program, meaning you're already a yoga teacher and you want to take it for continuing education credit because there's a lot of business material in there as well, as well as all the alignment and asana and everything, um, use the code DANNY when you That's check me. out. A-N-N-I, and you'll get 100 bucks off, which is pretty cool. Uh, if you want the details on that, you can go to brettlarkin.com forward slash Danny, also just his name, and it'll take you to kind of the big brochure that I have all about the training so you could get more info. Yeah, and I'll put those links in the uh, show notes as well, as well so people can check them out and see uh, see all the offerings that you have going on. Perfect. Sounds good. Brett, I can't thank you enough for coming and hanging out with me, hanging out with me online. <laughs> Yeah, I'll see you in person soon, but I'm really glad. I I think it's so cool that you have a podcast and you are such a hustler and an inspiration and you know how much I love your classes. So I'm really excited that I finally got to be a guest on your show. Oh, thank you, dude. I mean, and I, I think like the absolute world. Let's just keep talking about how great we are. <laughs> <laughs> Until the next Yogi Misfit session, this is Danny and Brett Larkin saying peace out. Namaste. And guys, don't forget to head over to www.seawallhouse.com. That's www.s-e-w-a-l-l-house.com to check out Donna Davidges' beautiful yoga retreat in northern Maine and all the great stuff they've got going on like daily yoga, meditation, sauna, massages, great food, and all the amazing nature that surrounds it. So go check it out. You won't be disappointed. Plus, make sure you go to brettlarkin.com forward slash Danny to download the brochure that has all the information you need on our online teacher training course. And use the coupon code Danny, that's D-A-N-N-I, when you sign up to get $100 off. Until next time, peace out.